His father, Ralph, was a scriptwriter who had come to London to seek his fortune after a success with the Australian outback horse opera, Whiplash, which sometimes ran next to Clint Eastwood's early small screen hit, Rawhide, in the television schedule, a combination that would nowadays suggest an entirely different form of entertainment. Joel's mother, Betty Lucas, was an actress who appeared on stage in television and in motion pictures until very recently. She took Joel and me to a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream, in which she was appearing. After the show, she tipped into her palms a handful of glitter dust that had been sprinkled in woodland scenes by the fairy attendants of Oberon and Titania. I held it in my fist until we got home and could barely be removed from my skin. Given that my dad and Joel's parents were in related professions, our families shared what social time was available to someone like my father who worked from Monday to Saturday nights. On Sundays, Ralph and Betty would sometimes host a few expat Aussie thespians, such as the great actor Leo McKern, who later became famous as number two in Patrick McGowan's The Prisoner and as Horace Rumpel in Rumpel of the Bailey, Bill Kerr, who I knew as the innocent stooge to Sid James's scheming spiv in Hancock's Half Hour, and Shirley Abacare, who sang bewitching songs on the television, accompanied by a zither. The rest of the time, Ralph Peterson was a night worker. Once the planes had stopped landing at Heathrow, our neighborhood was deathly quiet except for the chattering of Ralph's typewriter, which I would hear filtering up through the walls of the building. Many mornings, I would complete my breakfast and run around to call for Joel to ride with me along the same bus route to the adjacent schools that we attended. His father would frequently open the door to me in his dressing gown, clutching a glass of red wine, at the end of his working night, it seemed that being a writer was a very glamorous occupation. The wine was delivered by the case, and the only time that Joel and I ever got into serious trouble was when I decided that three of the bottles would make excellent stumps while Joel tried to educate me in rules of indoor cricket during a rainstorm. He hadn't reckoned the backswing of my bat as I attempted to field his delivery of a googly, and soon the hall was awash with Beaujolais and shards of glass. 